A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to this first introductory episode of Failing Better, the perfect podcast for all of your loser needs. <laughs> I'm uh, Sean McLaughlin. I'm one of the hosts. And I'm Johnny Pullum. I'm the other host. And together we're Failing, Failing Better. better. <laughs> Is that that a thing we're going to do? I think that should be a thing we do. I think we should try and end every sentence that we say like that. Simultaneously. Simultaneously. So, (laughs) sorry, yeah. From now, from now. So we go... uh, It's such a dead end. Give me a chance to do it, okay? Do it again. This is such such a dead dead end. end. Um, It can't work. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, this is a podcast by a couple of losers, in case you haven't picked that up already. Uh, for, for losers, which is you, the listener, yeah, big old loser. We, yeah, we are losers making podcasts for you. All those, all these other podcasts out there, we realised there was a gap in the market. We were like, all these yeah. podcasts are for winners, yeah. and most people are not winners. <laughs> so. A lot of people have self doubt. Let's tap into that market <laughs> and let's make them all. Oh, so if you've got self doubt, if you're a piece of human shit, listen to our podcast. <laughs> listen to what we want. We have one one aim. It is a humble one, and that is to neg the world. That yeah, is, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So why do you think you're good as a, a loser host, Sean? What are your loser credentials? Well, I'm doing a podcast with you. I think that's oh, basically I'm that's, that's absolutely burnt. <laughs> Um, brutal. Well, we've not. Well, we're both comedians. We should say that we're both stand-up comedians of some repute. Yeah, you yeah. Uh, you do tour spot for Ricky Gervais. I hey, you may recognise me on tour from Ricky Gervais. You may yeah. recognise me from my three television appearances in the last ten years. That's um, pretty good going. <laughs> I, I this is a side note. I got recognised at a gig a couple of years ago for an appearance I made on London Live in 2015. <laughs> and I thought, I do not understand the general public in that moment. Imagine being that, that guy's got too good a memory. He must struggle to get through life without having to stop everyone and be like, oh my God. It might have been, it might have been a cry for help. I remember you from London Live. Kill yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, he was a producer on London Live. That's how I remember. <laughs> well, he was bar- kicked him out of the gig anyway. Um <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, you've done a lot. You've done live at the Apollo. You've, we've both done shows. We've both basically we've both done all right in our careers, given that we're a couple of total dork fuck ups. Is that yeah. fair to say? I, f- I mean, I f- I find it amazing that we that we're able to live. That I'm able to eat food, <laughs> <laughs> food, the ability to talk crap. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's an amazing skill, isn't it? Yeah, and so that's we're, we're giving that skill to you, the listener. Yeah, we're a for couple free. of chances who um, who've made it to the the mid time. We've made it to the mid time, and uh, we're hoping to get to the big time. Yeah, and you're going to follow our quest. We're going to help each other, and we're going to help some of you. And uh, yeah, I think it should be a good. I mean, look. Th- how good is the podcast going to be? Let's put it this way. This is the third time we've tried to record the introduction. <laughs> First time we weren't sure about it. The second time, immediately, you got a knock on your door and your girlfriend was watching TV too loud. So The, fir- uh, the, the, the sad thing about this is, I'm not sure. The fir- Let's hope we do a fourth one we don't mention, because this can't be the... This is the best out of three. Yeah, this has been really good. We, we it- could... <laughs> Isn't positive thinking part of it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that's not a part I listen to. But I think we're going to the top, so let's just crack on. Yeah, let's crack on. We were going to call the podcast To The Moon, because we, we got to the moon. Yeah, we were going to call it To The Moon. <laughs> we were going to call it a lot of things, to be fair. We, I think this time yesterday, it was called... Uh, what was it called? Minimum Wage Gurus. <laughs> the desperation uh, in a creative life. Um, you were saying before that you find podcasts quite stressful, actually. I hope you don't find this one stressful. Well, I find podcasts, like, I think you say things and just in the moment. And then, like, I did a, I think it was like, I think it was just in Morehouse. had, like, a show, like, a minute podcast just after you've been on stage. And I did a gig in Wigan or something. I died on my arse. And I said something like, I fucking hate people from Wigan. Or something like that. Basically, I dismissed Wigan. On stage or in in this podcast? No, no, in the podcast, in the green room. I'm not an idiot. I didn't just go up to the people of Wigan (laughs) and tell them to go fuck themselves. Anyway, I told everyone, I said I fucking hate Wigan or whatever I said. Then about five years later, someone comes up to me and goes, you hate Wigan, don't you? No context. No idea what, who this man was. I, like, I just thought, what the fuck is he talking about? And it turned out he remembered me from this podcast. So that's just, but that's the weird thing about podcasts. They're scary places where everything you say gets recorded and bobbed online forever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Going to have to just uh, call you out on that. Did you say bobbed online just then? Yeah, I, said, I used to word bob quite a lot. <laughs> Okay, uh, well, that's my first tip to you to improve yourself. Stop saying the word Bob. It's a good word. I bob upstairs for a, for a nap. Well, I guess so. Um, I, I, for what? I do know what you mean. I mean, is there any group at this stage? You know, we're early into the podcast. This is just the first episode. We're just sort of laying the land down. Are, is there any group that you want to officially say that they're all cunts, officially say that you don't like? Any city, any town? Not I yet. Mean, look, Not if yet. we're going to make enemies of any city in Britain... I'm so happy it's Wigan. Well, we, do you not like Wigan? I was going to say Grimsby because they always feel like fucking arseholes over there. <laughs> I like Grimsby. I had a great. I, I've had some great times in Grimsby. Have you? What? Yeah, very good time. Well, I did some gigs. I did some some gigs in there and Cleethorpes. I think it's a very romantic part of the you British. Were sick of fan. You were, before this podcast, Grimsby. He was saying that they're the worst place to live in the UK. But, he's look, got a, he's got a fuck you, Grimsby banner behind him. You've got you've got look. You've got to ignore what Johnny Pelham is saying. I'm doing this podcast as part of my community service. It's a it's a community outreach thing. I do know what you mean. It is stressful. I got stressed about this podcast earlier. Uh, I mean, I'll tell this on the podcast. We had to basically both buy an Ethernet cable. We've got a lovely producer, producer Paul, who is already, just for the, just for the listeners to know, he's already got his head in his hands, thinking, yeah. why on earth am I committed to these two bozos? Yeah, there's a crying man here. Um, <laughs> but we were, we, we, he said, you've got to buy an Ethernet cable each to, to plug into your, to your laptop. Yeah. I mean, already that's, that's the state of our tech knowledge. But I, 
I went to Argos to buy mine, um, and it was just me and one woman who had a kid with her. We were the only two customers, and I ordered my Ethernet cable, and then I gave my sort of ticket to the to the lady working there, and she came out. She goes, "All right, your order's here," and she gave me what was to the layman, at least to me, a, a big bag of balls. <laughs> A big bag of like plastic, like ball pit balls. And this is actually a good segue into my problems that I need to solve for this podcast. It, it, when I received this bag, I didn't think, oh, this is a mistake. This is off with the lady. I thought, what? Ethernet cables are so. Is this what cable is? And I was like, it was 1 p.m. I thought, God, I'm glad I've got a couple hours. To, it's going to take me a long while to figure out how to get these balls into my laptop what am i to i mean that that's my i guess that's the thing if we're going to talk more about what we want to improve ourselves later i think the main thing that i view as my problem is that i have a spirit that is broken so quickly i think my set myself it sounds like quite a distinct lack of self-belief that when you saw a bunch of balls you thought this could be an ethernet cable yeah well it is i mean i i genuinely i mean that that's the that's the state of my belief in myself I am, within a minute, I can be convinced that a bunch of balls is a wire. I, I mean, in my head, I'm talking to you now, and I think I know the difference between walls and wires. Balls and wires. But really, if you said if you came up to me with some balls and went, this is a wire, I would just submit to you immediately. I mean, it's so pathetic. That is a game show I'd watch. Convincing Sean things are different. Like a giant game of gaslighting. Is this a wire? Yeah. <laughs> That's what we should have done the podcast. Is this a wire with Johnny Pellum and Sean McLaughlin? <laughs> So one of the things me and Sean are going to do every week is uh, create a short-term goal and assess a medium and long-term goal that we're working on to try and get better as people. Um, and so, yeah. Where have you, can, can I ask where you've got this from? Is this from one of the? Because you're a big self-help guy. I I've mean, should, always, we, should we say that you're a big? I've always wanted guy. to be a better person. I mean, I don't apply any of it. All self-help is great, in theory. You're like, yeah, I need to drink loads of water. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. you fucking stop, don't drink any water. I remember you got very evangelical about drinking water for about yeah, six months. Surprised. Yeah, that's, you, got, you, you really you you really were chewing my ear off for a while about it. You went, oh, I've had, tw- had 25 pints of water today. <laughs> this is me in a nutshell. I really get into things for about a month. They really work for me. That's, that's what's alluring about self-help, is it does work, some of it. If you're like, like, if you just spend a bit of time in the morning to make a plan for your day, you don't just end up in a pond. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a tale as old as time. <laughs> but I never, I never make the plan. I'm like, oh, I'm wet again. I need to make a plan. But that's like, but so then it's alluring because it's like, oh, that could be me, this productive, efficient machine of a person achieving goals and you know living. Who, a who life. do you have in your head when you when you when you say that? Because the problem with all these books is, I feel like, and I'm not into self help at all. I view tell. myself as unimprovable. <laughs> <laughs> not in the sense well, I would, that I cannot I would... be, not that I can't be improved upon. I just don't think it will ever. Ha- I don't think it will oh, happen. I get that. That's th- that's more plausible to me. The idea that you were unimprovable would be well, remarkable. I mean, well, I mean, I do all right. I'm fine. Look at this. I've got a, 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 a well, shit. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, don't worry about that. Uh, keep that in, Paul. Keep that in. We really need... Well, I think it's good. 
for the listeners to know quite the scale of the mountain that we've got Sean to just picked up a plug and dropped it and firstly Sean was trying to show how impressive he was because he owned a plug I think I don't really understand why it was but a European then, adapter it was a European adapter a European because I'm a continental traveller I want the listeners to know I'm a continental traveller okay I'm not going to I'm not dying on my arse in Wigan alright or Grimsby I'm dying on my arse in Berlin Massey in Massey <laughs> um, but no I know what you mean I I I just always figured. I guess the thing with self help is it's a con. A lot it's of it, a, yeah, a lot of it's a con, but, but a lot, lot of it, it isn't, is yeah. it? I mean, a lot of it's just good advice that if applied would help. Like I always think, like someone like no- Novak Djokovic, anti-vax aside, that's probably why he's in my head. <laughs> but he just when he plays tennis, he's a robotic machine, and I want to be a I want to be a winning machine like him. So, wait, so that yeah, I mean, I asked that question: Who do you have in mind when you Djokovic, think of these things? Because you have Novak like, Djokovic in your head. When you, what are you talking about? You're telling me you read a book from like Tony Robbins or whatever, and oh, you go, no. "Great, now I can be like Novak Djokovic." <laughs> I have me in mind. I think now I can be a slightly better version. I can be a less shit human. I'm not reading it applied, thinking I want to be like them. I just think I want to. I just want to have matching socks. Right, I don't. I don't want to. When I don't reading, want to burst your bubble straight away. You will never be Novak Djokovic. Yeah, I don't even think you've got it in. I don't think you're ever going to be in the top hundred players in the world. I can. I just need to read the right self-help book. <laughs> but when I'm reading self-help, Novak. If, by the way, Novak, if you're listening. You've got to get on this show. We've got to get you in as a guest. I'd love it. He's my hero. I actually don't... I, I think it's just in my mind because today he was on the news saying he's not going to take a vaccine. And that is a sort of commitment to a belief <laughs> that I personally respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He knows what a wire is. Uh, <laughs> make no mistake. Because um, in my head, whenever I he- hear about the self-help movement, I, the person in my head is always like an 80s Wall Street. Because it feels like quite an 80s idea that is almost... I think these days self-help is leans towards business or maybe I'm just looking at it the wrong way. I think there's a lot about productivity and, and efficiency. And, but when you're as unproductive as me, that is very appealing, the idea. Like, I'll spend a morning eating an orange and I need to do more than that in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're peeling, it, you're peeling it first, right? No. Oh, dear. <laughs> all be no, there. no, I am peeling it. But, so I, it is appealing, but... Yeah, it is a tricky one. I do know what you mean. I think the thing it always does, it always denies any structural issues. It's always like, see, your life's bad. Um, well, it's your own fault, you stupid piece of shit. Work harder. <laughs> like, that's yeah. definitely self-help's like... I read one book. I will go into the main things soon. I read this one book about stoicism that was sold as like a book about success. It was called The Obstacle is the Way. And maybe we'll talk about it in a future episode. Oh, you're laughing at it. Are you fucking Johnny? The obstacle oh, is the way. What does that mean? It means it, that... It means that the way... Th- challenges I'll t- I'll make you, you better. Do you know what? I bet Novak Djokovic knows that you he's, think got he's, two, he's got two... He's got you, two, think, you think Djokovic is a good listener? He's got, <laughs> two, he's got two ears and one mouth, Johnny. All right? And two hands. That's why he's so good at tennis. Fucking <laughs> hell. Welcome to the last episode of the... Of the podcast. The last episode of the podcast whose name I genuinely have just forgotten. <laughs> failing, failing better. better. Failing better. Which we're not. And the one I think we're failing worse. <laughs> no, we're failing much better. Um, but I read this book and it was it, it was sort of recommended... It wasn't recommended to me. I heard someone talk about it on a podcast. That's how intimate I view the podcast world. Uh, we are all friends. Um, but it was... The whole point of it was anytime something bad happens in your life, every time something goes wrong, you, the thing that goes wrong is the solution and it was sort of 
it was viewed as this great thing. I know loads of athletes read it, and loads of like I think Steve Jobs was was obsessed. It's to do with the stoic, the stoic belief that things are bad and the things that are bad make like that's what you learn from. But what about like the Holocaust or something? Yeah, well, that's the problem with this. I mean, do you, do you, genuine, do you genuinely want me to answer that question right now? Because I will, Novak. Uh, <laughs> How long would it take? I always, think, I always find people like there's everything happens for a reason. Quite annoying people because some things are just a tragedy and should be accepted. Does that? Well, here, here was the two issues I had with this book in particular, and they, I'm not saying there wasn't nothing. It, you know, it, it did help uh, in some ways, yeah. but they talked. A big thing was. The biggest problem was Abraham Lincoln. How will he deliver the Gettysburg Address? <laughs> there was a whole chapter about that. And they go, God, he was really failing at this point. And it sort of ignored the fact, well, how did he become the president of the United States? Because that feels like a bigger jump. And so there was loads of stories like that. It was like, how is Steve Jobs going to bring out the new iPad? Go, well, he's yeah, already yeah. Steve fucking Jobs. Yeah, yeah. And the, the question other... would be, how is Johnny and Chong going to do a podcast? That's yeah, that's the, real, that's the real book. <laughs> But the other problem I had with it was the, the author. I looked up the author, and he was 26 years old when he wrote the book. <laughs> and I thought, well, I can't take anything. You, you know nothing about life. You know nothing about life. Had he had a hard life particularly, or had he had an easy life? No, he was just like a Silicon Valley billionaire by yeah, the age of bullshit. 21, and then quit and wrote this. It's crap. It's just, there's a lot of this new agey idea. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I want to I give in to it, Johnny. But that's and I do the, believe you. Yeah. I do believe that, it, that there is benefit here. That's one of the things why we decided to do this podcast, because Sean is very much noticed self-help i believe there are good bits to it so we're going to sort of work our way through it and work out who's right but spoiler it's definitely me <laughs> spoiler, spoiler alert it's it's Djokovic. the vaccine <laughs> is dangerous um so i'm not saying don't get it i'm just saying everyone should have a choice if they get it or not <sighs> sure let's <laughs> let's draw a line under this particular conversation shall we save this for when we've got a patreon yeah um so, I, so, so you talk about short-term goals, medium-term goals, yeah. long-term goals, and we're going to go over ours yeah. here. And we're going to help each other. We're going to kind of try and guru each other, certainly week to week with our short-term goals. Should we each do our short-term goals? Let, my short-term goal, this week I'm doing, um, I'm doing six gigs in Brighton on Friday and Saturday. So like, <laughs> Wait, what? That's your. This is your short-term goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm doing. That's happening. But I'm staying. I'm sleeping overnight on Saturday in the green room of a comedian. Not in the green room of the comedy club. Of a comedian. <laughs> of, of a comedy club. It's called like the Voodoo Club, and I've. And so there's a chance. Of, basically, my aim this week is not to be killed, because I'm staying in a really weird, a really weird place. Well, already I can offer you help there. Well, that's I, what, what. What I don't know what to do is I don't really know why I've accepted. To to sleep in the green room of a comedy club. Was that? I mean, was it offered or did you ask? It was offered, but it's an air mattress in a green room. So I mean, it's. it's Who about, is there, are the end of the other acts doing that? No, just me. Can you come up to London? Can you get back to London? You I can stay up, with me if you want. I know. I think I think I'll get back at like one in the morning or something. That's fine. Is it? Well, if you want to. Or maybe I might do this then. Already. The, <laughs> <laughs> Already the podcast pays for itself. <laughs> Why? Well, I don't understand how this has come about. <laughs> he, just said, he just said, I said, I'll get a hotel. Was, if you want, there's an air mattress in, our, in the green room of the, of the club. And I went, and then I looked at, like, um, things, and they were like 80 quid. I thought, I don't want to spend 80 quid for sleep, so I'll just sleep in the green room. On the Saturday night, what about the Friday night? Friday night, I'm being put up by another club. 
Okay, great. So that's pretty great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that is pretty great, isn't it? Um, well, yeah. I mean, send me a bit. We should probably organise this after the podcast. But you can <laughs> probably, my... if you can make it back to London, you can stay with me. Already, what a life coach you've got in me. That is okay? because I would never have asked because I wouldn't want to be a burden, which is probably an issue for me. Well, there you go. Um, I'm going to work on that confidence, Johnny. I'm yeah. going to I'm going to work on that confidence at one a.m. I am planning on going out in Brixton on Saturday night. I'm going to Hootenanny, so you might have to meet me in the oh midst of a God, night. This club. is a disaster. I do no, not want to. That the idea not. of you at Hootenannies is very funny, though. Yeah, it's going to be great. Um, my short-term goal is for this to become the biggest podcast in the world. <laughs> That's yeah. my short-term goal. Well, I think I, this I, is, that was I, my I, medium-term goal, Sean. So again, oh, is it? <laughs> Well, that's that's your that's your second problem. Not enough ambition. By the by, this time next week, I want this podcast to be so big that Neil Young asks to go back to Spotify. <laughs> I begs, he begs to go back to Spotify. I like, I love that. Yeah. I I I admire that. I wanted ours to be so big that we were interviewing Joe Rogan. <laughs> that we're what interviewed on Joe Rogan? No, interviewing Joe Rogan. He's we're interviewing to us. him. You. I mean, God, there seems to be a real anti-vax subtext to a lot of what you're saying Look, in this I just think section. it's all body or choice. That's all I think. <laughs> Is that genuinely your medium-term goal, was that? Yeah. Oh, that's great. What do you uh, think we should do to get this podcast bigger? I mean... Re- I think step one, release an episode. I know it's controversial. <laughs> I think step two, millions on advertisement. We've got to get our name out there. We should be on the Super Bowl, the halftime show at the Super Bowl. <laughs> What, next year? Yeah. yeah. We're going to wait until next... I mean, the Super Bowl was two days ago, but we're going yeah. to wait 11 and a half months. And go big is, or go home. Go big or go home. I'm not, go I'm big refused, or go home. I refuse to be on any other Super Bowl... Not Super <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I refuse to be on any other ball-based content. Um, fair enough. My medium-term goal... This is quite specific, Johnny. Yeah. Um, I actually think this might be achievable... It actually comes from a from a quite a sorrowful place. My goal is for uh, Edgar Wright, the filmmaker, yeah. to retweet me. <laughs> Genuinely, who is, who is Edgar Wright? What's he, he did? Um, he did like Shaun of the Dead and Baby Driver. That's and achievable. Hot I think. Fires. Well, I think yeah, you added him every day, saying Edgar Wright, please retweet me. <laughs> <if you want." laughs> I can't. It, it, it comes from a specific place. About two months ago, he retweeted me. And I felt so amazing about myself. I did a joke and he retweeted it. And I thought, well, I'm, I'm, this is it. This is a new stage of life for me. Edgar Wright has retweeted me. And then I messaged my wife. I was like, I think Edgar Wright just retweeted me. And then she checked her Twitter and went, no, he hasn't. And I checked and he'd undone the retweet. Oh, that is and brutal. I am not over it. I Like, I'm still losing sleep over this. That is a harsh. So I need to find... I need to find. I'm, I'm currently undergoing, you know, market research, looking at the tweets he likes, the tweets he retweets. I'm like trying it. to sort of almost algorithm a perfect tweet for Edgar Wright to retweet. Because if I can get that retweet, the sky's the limit for me. I really believe that. So, do you think Edgar Wright could have a profound impact on your like capacity as a human being? Then I think the 15 minutes between him retweeting and him unretweeting. <laughs> is genuinely the only time I've ever felt present. <laughs> that's not an exaggeration. Yeah. That's not an exaggeration. So that's, well, that's my exciting. medium-term goal. Yeah, well, that's yeah, That's quite yeah. big then. So I reckon we can work on that. We just need to find a way to get, you know, your, your wonderfulness into Edgar Wright's vision. 
Yeah, any listeners, any, you know, I mean, by the way, listeners, if, if any of you know Edgar Wright, I'm not opposed to begging. I'm not opposed to paying. I, I you know, I don't well, care how I get it. mine it, though, wouldn't it? No. You, do you want no, to be... I hate that shit. I hate when people say that shit, where they go, oh, if you buy it, it doesn't count. Fuck that. I'll, if I, if I'll transfer him 5K <laughs> for one retweet, but he has to leave it on there for a week. Otherwise, no deal. He'd definitely do that. For 5K? I don't know if he'd do that. I'd do said, that. I'm you, oh, that you'd do that. Of course you'd do that. <laughs> oh, if any listener you don't even me... know where the internet is. I'm basically doing a podcast with someone who doesn't know where the internet is. Well, genuinely, when we were talking about doing this, listeners, we were talking about how we're going to do the podcast, and I said, what should we do about artwork? And you went, what is artwork? I don't think we even need it. <laughs> but I just think, I think too much is like simplified and, and turned, like, we don't need a picture. We don't need an image. We've got word gold. Word gold? <laughs> yeah. I think the fact that you said we've got word gold really undermined the point of that sentence. I mean, I don't think the point I was making was particularly great anyway, but I think the word the word gold served it. We have word gold. That's that's actually a good podcast title for our next it podcast. Is. Word gold. What um, what's your long term goal? Uh, it's actually quite simple. Uh, my long term goal is for my wife not to leave me. <laughs> and do you think that's likely? I don't know. I think it's. I think we're okay. But I, I, you know, I like having her around. I need yeah. her not leave me. Uh, my wife is from Canada, just for listeners to know. I mean, it will probably come up at some point. And I, I've always been worried that at some point she's going to go, right, I'm moving back to Canada. Fuck this country. So but actually, think- the ongoing uh, problems within Canada is in her hometown. And I think that's really played into my hands. You know, about yeah, all the, yeah, yeah. the big trucker uh, protests and stuff. So I'm I'm laying that on thick every night. So when she's asleep, I whisper in her, I go, God, Canada seems very unstable. And you're sending them money, sending the truckers money. <laughs> yeah, I'm part of it. <laughs> yeah, money that could be yours, Edgar Wright, if you're listening. I mean, that money, I, it's, it just, I just need to divert it one degree right and it's yours. Um, but that's my long-term goal. What's yours? My long-term goal, I don't really know how, is to um, avoid having to go back to therapy. Because I'm on the edge. I'm teetering. Oh, my God. I'm teetering towards therapy. Basically, I had some money, and I put it into this podcast rather than therapy. <laughs> so so if, this goes, if this goes badly... Are you genuine? I mean, genuinely, were you, are you, is that a genuine thing? Yeah, I think I, I, think I might go back to therapy. Oh, I always wow. feel... Yeah, but not... I, I just go back to... Fur- Basically, my issues are that I'm sort of emotionally dead inside and don't feel anything. Yeah, so it's yeah. Qu- it's so I and you're just of- a thick bellend as well. Yeah, I'm, you're I'm really thick. Yeah, do, yeah. Do, you a, I mean, do you reckon therapy is the right place for you? Do, well, they still, mean, do they still do electroshock therapy? I think that would really benefit you. Or well, like that old one. Or, Sean. or that old uh, one I, where I, they like dug out the front of their, bre- like their, what was it, their frontal cortex. A man who's made a career out of being quite tall. You have... You have- <laughs> hey, hey. Don't knock it till you tried it, Johnny. Oh, um, I wish. How? So, I mean, you must have done well in therapy then. If you're if you're desperate to go back, I left therapy. I sort of moonwalked out of there, Sean. Gave everyone the V's. Was like, bye. I'm fixed. See you later, motherfuckers. And now I'm sat in, a, in my house, thinking, God, I think I, I think I need to go back. Well, now you don't need to because you got this podcast. Because you're now right. you're going to fail better. We are going to win, baby. You're going to you be got- you're going to be you're going to be swimming in so much puss. <laughs> That's one of the worst things anyone's ever said. You're going to be swimming in so much puss and cash. You're not going to need therapy. You're going to, the only way you're going to need therapy. Go. I don't know how, how. I don't know how to count all my money, and it's stressing me out. 
That would be such a good problem to bring to Murphy. Imagine That'd if be you had CBT about that. <laughs> I get really anxious about all my money. I don't have to cash it. <laughs> you need long-term strategies. <laughs> I was in th- the thing is, I sort of briefly thought last year, uh, I was like, oh, maybe I should go back to therapy. My problem is, I, I, this is not a joke. Um, and it's also a sign of my low confidence that I sort of viewed this as normal. When I was in therapy in my mid-20s for a few years, my therapist told me that he was in love with me and he had homoerotic feelings towards me and I kept going I didn't what? stop I, I didn't, I didn't real? yeah I didn't go that's really odd I thought oh that must be a normal thing that therapists say I thought oh that must be like a test or something or, or what the fuck you see, do you think he was grooming you well I don't think he was grooming I know he was grooming <laughs> me I mean he how was grooming he? me how old was he he was probably 40 you should 45. get disbarred that's so who do you know you shouldn't. This is a this is a big issue. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I think he just you know I don't know. It's fine. You know the human heart wants what it wants. <laughs> but that I mean that's definitely unprofessional. Yeah, but he was an amateur. I mean that's the other thing. He was trained. Oh, he was right. a trainee. He was I a had tra- a trainee. <laughs> he was a trainee, and I do wonder. I do wonder if he went to his sort of superior who was teaching him to become a therapist. And ever, I wonder if he brought that up. If he said, "Yeah, I told uh, I told the patient I wanted to fuck him." <laughs> what did you do? Did you feel mildly aroused? Like, what was that? Because they say you often fancy a therapist. Yeah, I didn't fancy this guy. No offense, but, but even he had a position of power. He understood your soul. You told him. I, fa- I found th- the thing is with therapy is it's, it did solve a fair few problems, but it never got to the nub of it. And I think uh, uh, my, I remember about three months in, he went, "Just you can ask me anything you want," which actually. Knowing what I know now was probably <laughs> he viewed that as an invitation. Of, I think there was a lot penis. of hope in there. Yeah. <laughs> so you've but, talked about your lack of father figure, Sean, quite extensively. But he said he said three months in, he said, uh, "Ask me anything," and I was feeling like comfortable in his company. So I genuinely said, "Yeah, what's your name?" Because I've been coming in for three months and I've totally forgotten, and I've just been blagging it for three months at therapy. Like, as if he would have cared. But I thought, no, at some point he will say his own name. I kept thinking, at some point I'll see him introduced to someone. <laughs> but as if that happens in therapy, as if... I That's don't know. so funny. Oh, Johnny, sounds- are, are you feeling... Well, if you're feeling down, I hope that this podcast can be a ray of light in, well, that, think, I, in the dark hole will. that is Manchester. Whoa, that's... Um- Fuck you, Manchester's brilliant. Whoa. Yeah, London's the shit hole. I mean, hey, the only therapy you need is fun... Cut, cut, cut! (laughs) (laughs) You'd have to cut that shit. Um, um, No, we'll we'll make sure that you don't go back to therapy. If you go back to therapy during this, I think it's good for you, but you have to understand the podcast is immediately deemed a failure. Yeah, so what I've done is I've put my emotional well-being... Far below the success of this podcast, <laughs> and I'm proud to do that, and I'd do it again. It might work, though. I mean, sometimes people just get better just yeah. by doing successful things. Like if you won the lottery, people would go, "Oh, I'd hate to win the lottery. You haven't earned it." But for some people, it probably solved every single issue in their life. I I, I can't agree more that money is often overlooked as an emotional positive thing. Hundred um, percent. I think this is good for an introduction. You think? 
I think so too. Basically, the podcast is us talking, trying to uh, help each other live better lives. If you feel like your life is bad and you want any advice from us, we'll, we're very up for doing that. So get Yeah, your... we're sort of life coaching each other, but we're, we're going to life coach you listeners because yeah. if you're listening to this, then you've got to be, <laughs> frankly, in an even sorrier state than we are. Yeah, yeah. And that is saying something. I'd love right. to be a cult leader. If we can turn this into a cult, I'd be up for that. That's what they all are these days, I think. A lot of the podcasts are like... Yeah, I'm, I'm up for having a cult. We'll get merged all wear the same. I don't think I'd be a good leader of the cult. I think I'd be a good, like, third in command. You know when the cult leader goes a bit mad and needs someone to cover it up? I'd be like, all right, fair Yeah, you're not, you're not Charlie Manson, but you're no, like I'm Charlie not. Manson's yeah. treasurer. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, his yeah. treasurer. I, I'm, I'm good at keeping the books. No, I get that. I, I totally get where you're coming from. Um, so yeah, do email us in if you've got if if you need questions from us. Uh, if, you know, if your lives are going shit, <laughs> you think that we can help? <laughs> we can help. If, what I want to do is I want to tell someone to get divorced. I just okay. like the power. Let's not. Let's. I mean, <laughs> that, that's not really something you should say to someone who's just admitted that he's worried his wife is about to leave him. <laughs> Is it Johnny? I mean, <laughs> look, I've, I've been thinking this for a while. I think you should get divorced, Sean. No, but okay. I'd love to give um, misguided advice in a jokey way that disasters that backfired disastrously. That's what okay. my life. That's my okay. medium-term goal. <laughs> okay. I mean, this is. We're starting to go to a tailspin here. Um, every episode, we're going to talk about our goals, our short-term goals. Have we achieved them? Your short-term goal was. Not get killed. Mine was for this podcast to be the biggest podcast in the world. (laughs) Can we both succeed? Here's hoping. Um, It'd be hard if mine came true and yours didn't. It'd be a disaster. I was going to there's a special guest next week. (laughs) Special guest (laughs) forever. Sean and his special guest. There's Um, a microphone left empty for me every episode. Yeah, it'd be it'd be a touching tribute. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the Super Bowl advert would be in bad taste, uh, with that in mind. Uh, And then we're also going to obviously try and help some listeners out, talk about different areas of life that we could improve in. And we're either going to try and interview a few successful people. I mean, we know a lot of successful people, unfortunately. When you do stand-up comedy, you start off with people and you think, oh, cool, we're all having fun, we're all like in the same gang. And then you either become basically a crippling cocaine addict or a multi-billionaire. Yeah, you're eating uh, boiled eggs on a megaboss while someone you don't like is selling out the O2. <laughs> it's the whole job. It really is the whole job. Um, and if we don't talk to anyone successful, we're, we're, we're certainly going to read up about self-help books. We're gonna- Every week, yeah. We're going to read like someone, like uh, either a very successful person, read about them, how they became successful, or a self-help book, and to try and apply those principles to our life and to your life. That is the plan. And it's going to be a success. I think it's going to be a wild success. We are... I mean, look, this is episode one. You know who we are. We're going to know who you are. You are in on the ground floor of the biggest media empire known to man. Yeah. Failing better. That's what we do. Thank you so much for listening. And all I can say is, me and Johnny are... Failing better. A podcast from producerpaul.co.uk. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 